can actually save them. But I, I thank God for the pronouncement that he made when Thomas doubted. Because you have seen me, you believe. Blessed are those who have not seen me and yet believe. Christian faith is basically taking God at his word and believing the promises he has made. Now, there are three good things that actually will make us to come to terms with faith. Knowledge brings faith. True knowledge. True knowledge. Now, it is not knowledge acquired in the classroom. It is not knowledge that, yes, God has done it before. It is knowledge about God himself. God himself. Now, knowing the truth brings faith. Faith is believing something. In the book of Romans chapter 10 verse 17, you know, the Bible says, So then, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes by hearing. And also we see that Jesus Christ himself expressed it, that you will know the truth. You will know the truth. And the truth will set you free. We know that God is who he is because we believe that the word of God is true who has actually made him known to us. Still remember the very, very, the very day I gave my life to Christ. I've been hearing about this um, um, God, 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 and so on and so forth. But when the Lord really struck me by opening my mind, by the infilling of the Holy Spirit, sincerely speaking, I couldn't but just yield myself. I came to the knowledge of God, the true knowledge of God. And that brought faith in me. The second thing is, hey, faith goes with pure conscience. Faith goes with pure conscience. You cannot approach God confidently when your conscience is wrong and dirty in sin. You cannot. It will create fear in you. And it is not a holy fear. It is not a holy fear. When you know that you are not right with God, you want to hide just like Adam and Eve. When you know that you have done something wrong, you want to run and defend yourself just like Cain did. And so, pure conscience. When a child has misbehaved and the child knows the position of the parents concerning misbehavior, what does the child do? He hides. Now, is that a time that the child will not go to the parents and say, ah, yeah, you know what, uh, I, I need this. Ah, you need what? You need a king. 
not a gift. So it has to do with, you know, doing it right, making it right with, with God. When we look at um, Hebrews 10, 22, Hebrews 10, 22, said, draw near, let us draw near with a true conscience, with a true heart, in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience, and your body is washed with pure water. No, not the pure water they sell outside. <laughs> So that uh, you don't uh, be buying pure water to be, you know, taking your bath. If we sprinkle, if, it's, if you're struggling with a guilty conscience, we see that we cannot boldly approach the throne of grace. The third thing that is actually needed again, which is key to faith, is that faith works with love. Faith works with love. We must be rooted and grounded in love so that our faith will operate perfectly. Faith works with love. Let's see First Thessalonians, First Thessalonians chapter five, verse eight. But let us who are of the day that, uh -huh, be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love. We know that in the book of um, Galatians, uh, uh, the breastplate of righteousness is actually what is there. We, this one says breastplate of faith and love. And as a helmet, the hope of salvation, faith and love. And of course, we know that in Galatians chapter 5, uh, oh, did I say, sorry, Ephesians, Ephesians this is the other one, Ephesians. Um, but in Galatians chapter 5, we have uh, from verse 22, uh, talking about the fruit of the Spirit is love, as soon as so forth. And um, here we stand that, you know, when we love, when the love of Christ is flowing through us, faith is built stronger in us. We trust him more. Um, the song, the theme song of um, um, experiencing God is the greatest thing in my life is knowing you. Huh? Loving you, Abby, or serving? Serving is the last. Okay, the greatest in my life is knowing you, loving you, and serving you. Wow. Um, when you know God, you love him more. And when you love God, you serve him more. So we see here that um, God wants us to really display this and um, for our faith to be exercised truly. If you have a wrong conception of God, 
you can never be able to trust God. If you believe that God is a wicked God who seeks us and are wanting to find us as to what we are doing, whether in secret or in open, wanting to tear our hearts so that we'll see the motive of our heart, huh? God is not like that, though. That if you believe it sincerely, you will not like him. You want to be running away from him. But the more you run, the more you run into his hands. And um, in Galatians 5, 6, you know, it says that for in Christ Jesus, in Jesus Christ, neither circumcision availeth anything or uncircumcision, but faith which worketh by love, which is uh, faith working through love. So we see here that um, uh, these things are made perfectly all right. Now, may I ask us, how many of us read the pastor's corner for last Sunday? Ah, uh-huh. okay now. <laughs> I don't think actually, you know, writing that, well, we don't know the hands of those who those, you know, bulletins will fall into. Some of those of us who have it don't cherish it. Uh, there's those who actually don't have the, 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 the advantage of having it who may come by it that may read it. Which says something about uh, things that faith can do. Things that faith can do. One is salvation. The greatest thing that any man, any woman may need. Salvation. Faith brings about salvation. For by grace are you saved through faith. It is by grace. Through faith. Therefore, we see here that faith on its own is not the real thing. It is grace that brings it about. So, every one of us is saved by grace. But we exercise this grace given to us by the faith that we have received. And again, we see that faith would defend us. To defend us. We take the shield of faith wherewith we are able to quench the fiery darts of the wicked one. Faith in God through Jesus. will do this and not faith in carnal weapons of men, of, uh, of uh, weapons of men. We may have all the hydrogen bomb like uh, the North Korean uh, dictator is actually trying to do. It will not save. It doesn't actually guarantee safety at all. Faith does. Faith will help provide for us. Faith will help provide for us. In Psalm 9, verse 10, the Bible says, And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee. For thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them that seek thee. Then again, now we see that it is faith that will cement our destiny. Faith would cement our destiny. Second Chronicles 20.20 20. Believe in the Lord your God 
so shall ye, shall ye be established. Your hope should not, should not be, should be built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. Then faith will solid, solidify our prayers. In John, 1 John chapter 5, verse 14, we have this. This is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Lack of faith in prayer will bring nothing. Faith will heal our families. Proverbs 14, 11 says that the house of the wicked will be overthrown, but the tabernacle of the upright shall flourish. And lastly, faith will move mountains and kill Goliaths. Faith will move mountains. The Lord himself said that if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you will say to the mountain, be moved to the deepest part of the sea, and it shall. And of course, we know that it was by faith in God that David, being a lad, was able to kill Goliath. What are the Goliaths in your life or the giants in your life? What are the things that actually make you to have sleepless nights? What are the things that you think about and you're afraid to go out? What are the things that make you to think that uh, you depend on one prophet uh, who actually will tell you when to travel and when not to travel? Some people do that, you know. They will have to call one particular man of God. Should I travel? And of course, that one will put fear in you so that you continue to depend on him. Ah, if you go out, according to what I can see now, <laughs> in fact, by your gate, you meet disaster. So we stay inside. Yeah? But we see that trusting God will make us to be fearless by far better than a lion. I've not seen a lion seeing an elephant and is that so afraid. If the elephant is walking by itself, by, by itself, that elephant is in danger. As big as it is, it will be food for the lion. So, what are you going to do about this faith that we're talking about. We talk about it, you know, we read about it, but have you ever exercised it? Huh? You come across some things that actually are very disturbing, and you say to yourself, ah, I'm done for. Can you really stand when others are shaking and falling? Is it possible for you to just seek the face of God, believing that, yes, in this God, I know that I will dwell secure? Let it not just be a Bible study. Let it be something that will live in our hearts that will 
guide our lives and make us to run to God more frequently than we have ever done. Let me really leave room for questions now. Questions. How many of us have questions? Anybody? You have a question? Let me just see your hand. Who can give us a testimony then? A testimony of exercising faith and God came through so you can edify the body of Christ tonight. Do you have? Uh-uh. What is going on tonight? Hmm? You have one? Okay. Question? Yes, sir. yes please. Okay. Yeah, thank you, sir, for the um, teaching. I wanted to, wanted you to, I was a little bit um, disturbed about your initial statements about faith and positive thinking. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. I, I feel, I don't know, I feel they are a little bit... Um, synonymous. It's just that it depends on what you are tying your thinking to, what you are believing. You know, if I think, okay, I'm going to make it, I'm going to do this, I'm going to, my, my son will be healed. I'm thinking positively. But is that, if I'm thinking positively in Christ, I'm thinking it's still some sort of faith. Okay. I just want a little bit of um, clarification. Okay. That yes. Okay. Wonderful. That's great. You know what? Sometimes God may be out of your thought. You actually depend on concentrating on the fact that, hey, uh, oh no, I don't want any fear to come now. Huh? Ah, I just believe that I can walk through that you know, narrow way huh? and nothing will hurt me. Huh? And you, you start going. Huh? Uh, let me, let, let me give you uh, an example. Somebody said that, um, no, I'm not afraid of anything. Uh, I'm just not afraid of anything. I, I just block every fear out of me, you know, so that I, I'll stay strong. And then they said that, uh, okay, uh, please continue that and go to the gravesite in the evening uh, and walk through. And guess what? It was really concentrating on that. Yes. Let me, let me think positive now. Positively. Let me think positively. And as I was going, unfortunately, he was wearing Babariga, and the thing caught the branch of um, a tree. And I was saying, leave it alone, leave it alone. <laughs> what, we're saying, what we're saying is that, you know, when you're trusting God, yes, you see the danger. Huh? But you say, in the name of the Lord, I'm more than conqueror. All right? Who do you actually believe in? God, who will fight for you. The Lord said, the Pharaoh that you see now, huh? you will see them, you will see them, is it? No more forever. Huh? You, you, you see them no more, I mean, forever. Okay. They saw it. They saw the danger. But the power of positive thinking will say, no, it's not there. That danger is not there. 
I, w- I want to see. I want to see. Huh? You know what I'm saying now? Huh? So it is your mind that you are actually using to control what actually is happening. And uh-uh, to fail you. To fail you. That's what, what, what I mean by that. Any other one? Any testimonies in the house? There's one here, uh, Doctor uh, Sister Noiga. One there. Ah, okay, all right. Yes. I said maybe I should say this, especially latching on what you said last, that faith actually will be what will provide, and. Um, I don't know. I think I should say this. We were with the governor, the governor's forum. I, the, the health sector is led to see the governor from time to time to discuss about the health sector. So normally we go with the lead team, the commissioner, the special advisor, the perm sec, the directors of all the hospitals in Lagos State, and I'm supposed to be the lead over the medical directors. So I was there, and uh, the governor said, I promise to buy you all cars before Christmas. And um, of course, he was speaking specifically to the medical directors. And I know that I hadn't had a car for years. I was long overdue, but, you know, if you don't pull the strings. So something talked me. And I decided to exercise my faith. Something talked me and said, why don't you just speak out and ask? And uh, he's, he's actually started counting. He said, there are 26 hospitals. So he said to the personal assistant, he said, can you take that down? 26? And as if he was counting, I just raised up my hands from the back seat of the ESCO room and I said, and that of the director of medical services. I said it so confidently. And he said, who said that? I said, I did. He said, who is that? I said, the director of medical services. He said, ah, and he said, put her name down. And he said, is there no, any other director here? So somebody said, the director of clinical services in last week said, put his name down. And then he said, is there no CMD here? He said, put his name down. And that counted to 29. He said, and of course the 30th one, I can have that to myself, can't I? And the whole meeting was just in silence, and that was it. But just to go on further about how we have to exercise to hold on to that faith, about a week into the end of the year, I was saying, I almost wanted to go doubting. And I just said it talk. Why don't you just pray that that car should get into your hands and don't let those who snatch things away. When your bundle of parcel is coming to you, let it get to you safely. So I started praying. Behold, the 2nd of January, I got a call that, please tell, inform all the medical directors to come for their car. And when we got there, I took the list and there the whole list was there and somebody's name was absent. They had exchanged it with somebody else, but not mine. 
So I exercise my faith. Thank you, Lord. Mm. I hope it will edify somebody. Amen. So, you know, some, somehow, faith in man, of course, you shifted it from faith in man to faith in God. If you had believed, you know, a governor uh, and taken by his word, he can fail you. But when God says it, you know, God cannot lie. The Bible says so. Whatever he says, he will do because he cannot lie. Okay. Yes. You have a mic there? Okay. Say it. Sir. My testimony is um, about a sequence of how God provided a job for me recently. For some times that I joined the church, I've been having an ongoing discussion with Reverend Oyebu. Then he always encouraged me, being our youth uh, pastor, he would pray with me, he would encourage me, and then I was still doing the job I was doing, even though my boss failed me in some, uh, some of the promises he made. But I kept holding on. Then it got to uh, early this year, when there was five days prayer. The day uh, that we pray for the youth, it was um, every you need a hand with it that day. Then it got to a point in that prayer, he mentioned a particular prayer point that if there are some relationships that were youths, that some of our youth need to break away from, mine was, there was somebody in the organization where I was still working with them that I need to part way with because there are some things we got into together. I know it was not the will of God for me, but there's no way physically I can break off from him. So that prayer came. I know it was for me. I held on to that one too, coupled with a lot of prayers that have been going on. Then before we left that day, I made sure I touched this table. I'm just telling God, God, please, this, this table represents um, uh, uh, like um, an ark of covenant. So by the time the youth were going back, because we came to the front, so I touched it. I went back to my seat. Then um, on the 1st of February, that we had prayer in the church, youth prayer, the first of its kind. When you were rounding up the prayer, Daddy Lawal mentioned that God, for your children to move forward, if there are some eyes you need to close, if there are some eyes you need to blind for them, God, please do. I held on to that one too because I knew my former boss could be into it when he sees that you are making some move and uh, maybe you are useful to him and he's not making life good for you. I held on to that one too that God, just blind it because I've gone for an interview then. While I was going for that interview, God, it was offshore. I was telling God, God, I touched the water while I took a flying boat back. I said, God, I'm not going back to that organization again. This place I've seen, I've possessed this one. So couple with the prayer that God should just blind their eyes. They should not see me till I will move finally. And God did. But funny enough, the Sunday for me to now drop my resignation, just a few days left, I had a very serious attack overnight. I managed to come to church that day. I was staggering throughout the day. But it's like somebody came to cut a part of me away and oppress me. I couldn't call Jesus at once until when I was struggling and struggling, but I know I have escaped. That was my confession. I have escaped like a bird from the snare of the fowler. The snare is broken. I have escaped. That's what I keep holding on to. So the sequence of those things until when the job came and God confirmed that he is God. On the day that we are burying a very strong person in the family, I think I had a discussion then, 
was the day the text for interview came, that I have to come for that interview. I know God was at work, but it came in sequence, and God glorified him and said, and today, it is settled. Amen. Amen. It's good to exercise faith, and it's good to actually, you know, be able to know that God has come through for you. And when he has come through for you, give thanks. Don't forget to give thanks. By this, you know, the devil will continue to be put to shame. I pray that, you know, your faith will work for you. The Lord Jesus, Jesus Christ will say, be it done according to your faith. And I pray that mustard seed faith will move mountain for you this year in Jesus' name. Father, we pray that you bless your children. That as we continue to put our faith in you, eternal Lord will not be moved by the circumstances around us. But our eyes will, will be fixed on you. And Lord God Almighty, whatever it be that Satan is trying to trap us, we say he stands defeated in the name of Jesus. So shall it be for us, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.